The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. We're uh, broadcasting today, from, for what I was going to say, broadcasting today from Fountain Hills, Arizona. And I'm absolutely delighted that you've joined us for the show, whether you're listening live or whether you're listening to the download later. This show, as you know, is brought to you by Slim Roast Coffee. If you don't know about Slim Roast and you need to shed some pounds quickly and easily, go to the Self-Improvement blog and learn more about it. It's great coffee and it really, really works. While you're there on the self-improvement blog, check out today's guest. You'll see her picture, her bio, and some videos in the right sidebar that you really don't want to miss. Yesterday on Good Morning America, they had an interview with Avril Lavigne. She talked about her illness, which was Lyme disease. She talked about how she went from doctor to doctor trying to figure out what was wrong with her, why she was so sick. They even suggested she needed a psychiatrist. She said on, on GMA, this is what they do a lot of, a lot of, this is what they do with a lot of people who have Lyme disease. They don't have an answer for them, so they tell them, you're crazy. She was on the cover of People magazine saying, I thought I was dying. It was her own research about her illness that had her seek out a Lyme disease specialist who made the diagnosis and began appropriate treatment. Thanks to Avril Lavigne, the public has become much more aware of this debilitating disease. There are about 30,000 cases a year reported to the CDC, and this is probably just the tip of the iceberg, since doctors have so much trouble making a diagnosis, many cases go undiagnosed and therefore unreported, and probably a lot of people do not even go to the doctor. We're going to talk about Lyme disease and healing from it and other autoimmune diseases. We have with us Katina Macris, who was with us in November of 2012. Then she was talking about her book, Out of the Woods, and this really wasn't long after she got out of the woods with her own bout with Lyme disease. Katina Macris has worked in natural health care for 30 years as a clinical homopath. And I'm sorry, today I'm a little out of it. Uh, and an intuitive healer 
She's an award-winning author, keynote speaker, worldwide renowned host of Limelight Radio, former newspaper, health columnist, and past board member of the Council for Homeopathic Certification. She's a natural health care educator and inspirational healer. She is also a co-director of the famed Ticked Off Music Fest. Gives ticked off a whole new meaning when you're talking about Lyme disease. Um, she's a graduate of Duke University with and the Still Point School of Integrative Life Healing. It is my absolute privilege to welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show, <coughs> Katina Macris. Katina, welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Irene. It's a delight to be back, and thank you for your beautiful introduction, um, both about the epidemic we're facing with Lyme disease and Avril Lavigne coming forth and, and really, you know, helping us understand how confusing this is. And also for your kind words about my uh, work as um, an advocate and a healer in the midst of this crisis. Oh, I think your work is absolutely brilliant and I can't wait to hear more about it. Uh, and one of the questions that I'm going to ask you so you can have this on your mind is what's the difference between going to an allopathic medicine doctor, what's the difference in the treatment you get from an allopathic doctor and a holistic doctor? Because I think that's really important that we talk about that. But for those who didn't hear you before, tell us about yourself. Who is Katina Macris? Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I'll try to be brief. Um, <laughs> but um, I am, as you said, I've been involved in natural medicine as um, a homeopathic practitioner and as a certified intuitive healer um, for uh, three decades now. Um, and I myself, um, at the peak of my life, um, in my early 40s, living in beautiful rural New Hampshire, came down with a summertime flu that hit me hard with vertigo and a headache and chills. And I thought to myself, oh my God, what's going on? I never get sick. You know, I've, I've been living holistically for two decades, organic food, a homemade bread. Long story short, um, this was the year 2000, and no one even tested me for Lyme disease in those days. Um, and we thought that was down in the Connecticut shores and Long Island and the Jersey Shore. And sad to say, Irene, it was Lyme disease. Um, I ended up going through a five-year decimating journey that had me bedridden, for two years in a wheelchair and it advanced all the way into my neurological system. I had all kinds of brain problems, cognitive dysfunction, dementia, foot drop, palsy, a lot of autoimmune diagnoses like fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, irritable bowel syndrome. Um, and I lost it all, Irene. I lost my career, my income, my savings, my marriage, my home, my health, my well-being, my sense of who I was, my, you know, my heart was broken, my spirit was broken. Um, it was a decimating, decimating time, dark night of the soul, um, but good news out of the bad is that through um, a very beautiful alignment, you might say synergy, divine guidance, um, a colleague of mine actually, a PhD clinical nutritionist, was wise enough to run the latest state-of-the-art testing because the standard testing for Lyme disease is only 30% accurate. We have a very outdated test. 
And um, we finally discovered that all my, my trouble stems from a bacterial infection and co-infections that the ticks carry. And we ne- spent the next five years of my life um, rebuilding all the damages and depletion, which is where we get into the holistic holistic integrative model, which you and I can talk about in a bit. And we also went about killing off the infection, which we did with um, antimicrobial herbs. And I also had to mend a broken spirit. And um, this journey for me was really one of personal transformation. And when I came out the other side, uh, this is a 10-year epic of my life, you know, when I came out the other side, I had to put voice to this. I could not let the hundreds of thousands, actually, uh, we estimate 300,000 now. The CDC estimates 300,000 new infections in the United States, 900,000 in Germany each year. And um, this epidemic's global. I, I couldn't sit on the sidelines. And that's why I wrote Out of the Woods, my first book, because um, I really wanted to put a handhold of support to all the too many and their caregivers who are struggling in the dark, confused with doctors that don't have adequate information. And um, I just felt like, gosh, you know, I, I've, gotta, I've got to help, uh, help, you know, stand here on the front edge and work with the other doctors and foundation leaders and support group leaders. We've got to crack the code here. We've got to break down the walls of denial, confusion, and and disharmony. So now I've become an advocate and, as you said, a a speaker, and um, I'm all over the place helping with this epidemic. You know, my – I still – um, I wonder how you got through that and was able to go to school because you went to Still Point while you were in the middle of being so sick. And I'm thinking I know. about a strong spirit when everything else is just shot. Um, you you had that something in you knew that you had to get that peace. I, I just to me it's a demonstration of the remarkable strength of the human spirit. Um, Just amazing. You wrote Out of the Woods, and I understand that now it's in a new publication, it's in a new um, edition. Yes. And, yeah, tell us a little bit about it. Did you change any of it? I, well, yeah, well, the memoir, is, it's two books in one. Okay. So my healing journey, the first part of the book, reads like a novel. Oh, um, yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, it does. And, I mean, it's that part's still the same, Irene. And then the companion part at the end, the nuts and bolts section of the book with my new publisher, we were able to add more chapters in on treatments. So we got in the herbals and the antibiotics, and we got in the homeopathics and the detoxification protocols and there's a beautiful epilogue which chronicles my three years on the road um you know working in the midst of the crisis so the book's expanded it's uh, longer it's got as i said more treatment chapters it's also now available overseas and foreign distribution and i'm so so thrilled this was a goal of mine that it could be released in audio format because so many people uh, that are struggling with this illness, their cognitive abilities have gotten so damaged they cannot read any longer. So you can listen to this a really inspirational story of recovery and rejuvenation and, and also the treatment chapters in audible format. So that's exciting. Is it in an e-format? I can't remember. I know I looked it up. Yes, it's in Kindle. 
It's in Kindle, it's in um, paperback, and it's also in Audible. And they're all you can get the you can get Audible and Kindle at Amazon and at Barnes and Noble, and um, all all bookstores around the country will carry the uh, paperback version. So it's available all over the place. If any of the listeners have an autoimmune disease, doesn't have to be Lyme disease, an autoimmune disease, get this book. Because you'll have much greater understanding of what you're going through and some things that will help. I had chronic fatigue syndrome way back in the 90s. And I remember how I had to listen to something over and over and over and over to get it because my mind couldn't put two thoughts together. And I figured somewhere in there, if I listened to it often enough, something in me would get it. Mm. And it does. So, you know, if you if you can't read at this point, if your mind is too cloudy, get this book in audio, but get this book. On that note, it's time for us to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk in much more depth about this awful thing called Lyme disease. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. Today we're talking to Katina Macris about Lyme disease. Um, she's been on the show before. You might want to look up that show later. It was November of 2012. Um, but listen to now what she has to say today because some things have changed. Katina, update us a little bit on the scope of Lyme of this Lyme disease epidemic. Um, I know it's worldwide, and I have an idea some things have changed since we talked last 
Yes, thank you, Irene, um, for helping us become current. Um, yes, so Lyme disease is called, caused by a bacteria, Borrelia burgdorferi, and ticks are the primary carrier. Are they um, the only carrier? They are actually, we think actually um, red ants carry it, and we think um, certain other vector-borne uh, insects like fleas can carry it, but it hasn't been as fully established. At one point, they thought only the tiny little deer tick carried it, and those are just little tiny ticks like the size of a, of a freckle. But now we know the wood ticks and the dog ticks and the lone star tick and the Pacific tick. We know they all are carrying this organism. And sad to say, um, what has happened is that um, our beautiful our birds that migrate up and down the flyways, um, as they go north and south, they carry ticks on board. So we actually jokingly call them tick taxis. So areas like North Florida and Texas and Southern California and all the Carolinas and Georgia, uh, up and down uh, both coasts and now into the heartland, into the Ohio River Valley, um, Minnesota, the Great Lakes, Canada, even I get phone calls from Iowa, Montana, I mean, all of the states of the country, even Hawaii. We're, we're taking the Ticked Off Music Festival. Oh, wow. We're taking it to Hawaii. I mean, oh, I'm sorry that you have to, but I'm I know, I know, but it's everywhere. And, uh, you know, birds can carry dozens, and Canadian geese can carry hundreds of ticks on board. So they fly up to the Scandinavian countries and they go down to Uruguay and Mexico. So it's everywhere. And what's happened is the organism itself, the Borrelia organism, years ago, like hundreds of years ago, the Native Americans called it deer fever. And they treated it with a plant called teasel root and sweat lodges. And, um, you know, it's shown up in the DNA or in the, when they found an Iceman a relic, um, I think it was in National Geographic a couple of years ago, they found the, the remnants of the Lyme uh, Borrelia spirochete. It's a cousin to syphilis. It's a corkscrew-shaped bacteria and it augurs its way from bloodstream to tissue to joints and then onto organs and glands. And, and it keeps, you know, burrowing further and further into the spinal fluid and eventually up to the brain. So it causes all kinds of systemic damage. But this organism, um, Irene, has become very resistant to a lot of the antibiotics because antibiotics, as you know, have become very pervasive in our medical system. In the past 30 years, antibiotics were just doled out so readily for childhood ear infections and, you know, all kinds of things. And so this organism which can be treated by a family of of antibiotics in the tetracycline family actually and another one minocycline um and doxycycline they become very resistant and so our our what we've learned is that the old um uh treatment protocol from the 70s and 80s where they thought all you needed was 2 weeks of antibiotics is not sufficient. An early infection, if you catch it right away um, with the early flu-like symptoms that I had, rarely now the Lyme literate doctors who are being trained by the ILADS, International Lyme and Associated Disease Society, are really recommending six to eight weeks now because the bacteria we have learned, so we've learned a lot, 
we've learned it's a slow replicating bacteria. It takes six weeks to replicate an entire, um, you know, uh, cycle. So like a staphylococcus or streptococcus um, infection when you get strep throat, that's a quickly replicating bacteria. So in 48 hours, you can have, you know, really high counts. So this, this Borrelia is a different kind of critter. It's a different kind of organism. So it needs much more aggressive treatment than we thought. And um, so a lot of cases get only a couple weeks. And then, hey, uh-oh, six weeks, eight weeks you know, later, you're having headaches or you're having joint pain or you're feeling exhausted and now your muscles hurt. And... You, you don't put two and two together and you end up back in the doctor. And then we have this faulty testing that only picks up antibodies in a small window. And here you are months down the line and you're not showing up with the antibody tests. And so a lot of people slip under the radar, like Avril Levine was, sh- was sharing. Does and- it show up in a blood culture? I mean... Well, we're they're working now on some new testing, and, and blood culturing is one of the newer testings that they are trying to perfect. Um, Advanced Specialty Labs has a, a, a protocol they're using right now, and another lab called Fry Labs down in um, Texas. Also, they're using cultures, and also... Good news is coming um, from a a urine test, actually, where they're looking for antigens. The body makes antigens quicker than antibodies. And if this nano trap works, this new test they've got testing right now, if that works, we're in good going to be in better shape because then you can get an early, early diagnosis in days instead of weeks. Um, our average labs, uh, sadly, do not have very accurate testing, and we recommend a lab out in California called iGenex, I-G-E-N-E-X. They are currently the state-of-the-art lab, and if you are suspicious that you might have Lyme, whether it's a new infection or an older smoldering one that looks like an autoimmune illness or just, you know, kind of oddball symptoms that you don't know quite what to make of, their initial Lyme panel is actually four tests in one. It's the uh, uh, antibody test. It's a protein reactive titer test. It's a DNA fragment strand test and um, an immuno- immunology test. So we like that lab right now because they're running four tests in one. So good chance you could test you know, positive on one of those or maybe more. Well, maybe they can find it. My, my big concern and, and I guess question in my mind is, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard something about Lyme disease in the last couple of months. I don't remember ever hearing this much about it before. It's more in the public's attention. So it has to be in the physician's attention as well. We have people like Avril Lavigne who could afford the very best medical care anybody could ever possibly get. They mm. didn't consider it then. Um, how how can we, you know, how do you explain how doctors can't take this under advisement, get this in their mind that they need to, to test for Lyme disease when they have any of these kind of symptoms. I know. It's so confounding. So 
This is a little bit what happened. I'll try to make it brief. But when they first isolated it in 1975 in Old Lyme, Connecticut, which is how we got the name, um, it was a batch of teenage children that showed up with juvenile arthritis, and they also had this bullseye rash on their body, a circle with a dot in the center. And the doctor that came down that they called from the Infectious Disease Society at Mass General he thought it was a short-term infectious illness and the Center for Disease Control and Infectious Disease Society labeled it as such. And so that's how it went into oh. that's how it went into the medical journals and into the diagnostic, you know, criterion. And then you had to show these arthritic symptoms plus headaches, plus a slight fever, chills, and this bullseye rash. And the test they came up with, which is called an ELISA, E-L-I-S-A is an immune um, essay test, um, is what basically got put into the medical school training. If you remember in the 80s, I was in New York at the time, AIDS was, was, was going, you know, out of control. Yeah. And we, were, we were losing friends and loved ones to that horrific illness. And so medical science, of course, got into researching that and Lyme just got tucked away in a little corner. They thought it was a short-term disease and a lot of medical research went into the AIDS epidemic and thankfully they figured a lot out and as we know people with HIV now can live quality lives if it's diagnosed early. Now here we are Irene 40 years later and it's only been through the clinical findings that we are discovering that Lyme has a much more complicated picture. And sad to say, we did not get the funding. They only give, I think it's $10 million a year to research for Lyme disease, while MS and diabetes and breast cancer, they get hundreds of millions of dollars of research. So the NIH um, really needs to put a lot of money into figuring this out because we cannot... We cannot let our doctors be driving in the dark. I feel bad for the average general physician and even neurologists. I had 17 neurology visits and here I am, you know, getting worse and worse with every one and the neurologist couldn't even, you know, figure it out because he didn't have proper information. Do they have access to proper information now? If they go out of the box, if they just oh. stay in the Infectious Disease Society um, information and in the Center for Disease Control information, no. They're just getting that short-term acute picture. They need to go to ilads.com, the International Lyme and Associated Disease Society. They need to get onto their website, and that's where our doctors need to get their training. They run a nice doctor training program there, and you can also, some famous doctors like Richard Horowitz, um, who wrote, Why Can't I Get Better? Um, he's a cutting-edge Lyme doctor. I just taught with him at Omega Institute last weekend. Doctors like this, bless their hearts, they're willing to take physicians in their clinics for like a week at a time and learn how to treat and diagnose these illnesses. So we have about 500 doctors in the country from ILADS. They, this is an international society. They actually have doctors around the globe working hard, but we need more. We need more research money and we need more doctors trained. And it seems like you could get to them through the AMA and JAMA. Um, and, you know, if, if they heard it enough, maybe it'd come through. And I keep hearing Avril Lavigne saying, 
You know, I would tell them my symptoms. They would get on their computer. They would shake their head and say, well, you probably have chronic fatigue. Right. And, and so because it wasn't on the computer, you know, they didn't even think about anything else. And she would try to tell them, no, I, I, that's not what I've got. And they wouldn't listen. You know, they, they just they wouldn't listen. It wasn't in their computer. I know. And that, ha- I mean, you know, I've got to get her my book, actually. I've got to get some way to connect with her because she's just going to love out of the woods. Because oh, she so- would. I was thinking of that when I saw when I saw her yesterday. I, you know, and she's such a spokesperson now. I know, I know. And I'd be just, bless her heart. I mean, it would just be so heartwarming for her to realize, oh my God, you know, look at send this. It, send it to GMA and let, you know, get, get it to them. Maybe you can get on GMA. And while we're thinking about that, it's time for us to go to break. Oh my gosh. We go so quickly. Don't you, we, Irene? Yeah, we, we can't, we can't talk fast enough to get <laughs> This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Katrina Macker saying, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more about Lyme disease. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. Today we're talking with Katina Macris about Lyme disease. We've been talking about diagnosis which is has been extremely difficult and has been missed so many times and there you know there are doctors now who really totally understand this and we're trying to get the word out to those who don't but you know what's the best way to get some treatment you you realize you have something awful you finally get diagnosed and then what can you expect in treatment and maybe we could talk you know, side by side, what you get if you go to your allopath or your regular MD and what you get if you go to a holistic physician who understands Lyme disease? Yeah, really great question there, Irene. Um, So, it's really complicated. Um, Well, listen, let me give you my philosophy first, right? Because I recovered 100%. 
And I had advanced neurological Lyme disease. It was in multi-systems of my body. As we said, it was in my GI tract. I had it around my heart. I had pericarditis. It had migrated into my muscles, so I had fibromyalgia symptoms. My mitochondria collapsed, so I had chronic fatigue syndrome. My adrenals were exhausted. My thyroid function was off. My pituitary gland was imbalanced. So I had all of these terrible anxiety disorders and sleep disorders. And then I had neurological symptoms with crippling migraines three and four days a week and and palsy tremors and foot drop and looked a lot like MS. And, you know, so I had advanced neurological Lyme disease and, you know, I've met many, many people like this out on the road. I've met thousands with all of my work that I do speaking. On a shoestring, we bring me on grassroots to support groups and conferences to, you know, give people hope and inspiration. So I got well from an integrative medicine approach. I got well because this brilliant PhD knew what he was doing when I got into his hands. He'd been working with a lot of chronic you know, autoimmune illnesses, chronic diseases for years. And he says, number one, we've got to open up your detox pathways. So this is, this is, in my opinion, the way to best recover from Lyme disease is you've got to get kidney, liver, and lymph systems working. Okay, so um, with herbals, with homeopathics, with infrared saunas, with foot baths, with big dietary changes, um, we can get our liver and our digestive uh, system cleansing. We can get the kidneys to flush the impurities. The, um, the Lyme bacteria releases what they call endotoxins, which give you all this brain fog, and a lot of ammonia is actually released into the system. And so these herbals, betonite clay, activated charcoal, um, the, will pull these toxins out. So we want to get the toxins cleansing, and then... With an integrative medicine doc or a clinical nutritionist or a naturopath, they will run these specialty metabolic profile analysis tests. And this is key, Irene. They will go with these specialty tests that your traditional doctor does not know how to use. They use labs like Genova Labs, real-time labs, neuroscience labs. They will look at your different systems. So they'll study your your adrenal function. They'll look at the neurotransmitters in your brain. Like mine were all messed up. I had like no serotonin, no dopamine, and I had way too much of norepinephrine, which gives you all that anxiety. And they'll look at liver function. They'll look at your inflammation levels in your gut or in different parts of your body and also fine tune like your good flora and your bad flora. So like you know, you hear about this when people take probiotic formulas. These are, these are the good bugs that you want in your digestive tract so they can keep bacteria and fungus and yeasts and all these things, you know, at bay. So these metabolic profile tests are really key because then the practitioners can start putting you on supplements, whether they're vitamins, minerals, enzymes, amino acids, essential fatty acids, all these different nutritive supplements to rebuild the damages and depletions and get your own systems working better. Because if we can upregulate your immune function, we can get your adrenal glands to work better and make natural corticosteroids so you don't have all this crazy inflammation. 
if we can get your thyroid and your, you know, hypothalamus and your thymus gland, which makes, you know, white blood cells to work better, well, hey, now you've got a real fighting chance to deal with the organisms. And so then when they come in, whether it's with antibiotic therapy or antimicrobial herbs, your body is actually able to help handle the die-off when they kill the bugs. Because if you just go in there, like a traditional doctor might just go in there with antibiotics and you hear about this with people, you know, getting sicker before they get better, it's because their detox pathways are not open. And they feel so crummy on the antibiotics that they want to give up. They're like, I don't want to take these drugs. Or, they make me feel worse. <laughs> right. And it's because they're killing off the um, organisms, but your liver and kidney and spleen are not flushing properly. So this is really like, I use this message a lot when I'm speaking. I say that this is the infectious illness epidemic of our era that asks us to unite the two hands of healthcare. It asks us to take the diagnostics and the pharmaceutical tools of Western traditional medicine and marry it with the therapeutic supportive work of natural medicine because two hands working together are better than one. And I have to say, it's sad to say, but the United States is, in my opinion, the only Western country of the world that I can think of that does not have a strong integrative healthcare system. We look to Europe, we see Germany, France, England, Scandinavia. They have integrative medicine as part of their healthcare system. Their doctors are trained in herbs and homeopathics and detox. We look to um, Canada. We see naturopaths as a mainstay in their um, you know, country. We look to Asia, which has the ancient healing arts, right? Right. And you know, we even look to South America that has a lot of herbals with their beautiful Amazon forests and uh, you know, the ancient. You know, so here we are. The United States might is a, a so-called forerunner with our technology, but we rate number 37 in overall health. We are very low in overall health compared to a lot of countries of the world. Little countries like Malta rate ho- higher than us, and we're number 11 in the big industrial countries of the world. So we need integrative medicine, and this epidemic is asking for it. I think as people get more tuned in to what homeopathic medicine and the naturopaths and some of the other more naturally oriented healers do and how people respond to it, they'll start putting enough pressure on maybe the AMA Mm. or their local physician to say, hey, you better take a look at this. They're still shaking their head saying, why are people going to these other kind of you know, medicine, medicine men, <laughs> right? Medicine men mentality. Yeah, well, you know what? I am hopeful, Irene. I am hopeful. Duke University has an integrative medicine center now. Harvard does. Um, we're finding clinics coming up in different states of the country. Of course, the West Coast is always more progressive. We're seeing integrative health care centers surfacing where we've got traditional allopathic doctors uh, under the same roof as naturopaths and and Reiki practitioners and homeopaths and chiropractors. And, um, you know, we're seeing, you know, 
newer technology even surfacing, some energy frequency medicines are surfacing, which were poo-pooed for years. Um, you know, some of these bioresonance machines and hands-on healers that do cranial sacral work that fine-tune our nervous system. We are, we're starting to see them. They're popping up. Um, you know, uh, people are, are seeking them out. $60 million is spent out of pocket on alternative medicine in the United States annually. So people are seeking these resources, um, but it's going to take a little while, I think, for it to become, you know, you know, available, you know, in every state um, the if, way we need it. But it's if, starting. It's starting. If health insurance would cover any of it, it would spread like wildfire. I and know. actually people would start getting well. <laughs> I know. I know because the whole premise, you know, when you go to a naturopathic physician, let me, I'll just give a plug to the naturopaths right now. Which oh, I love my them. best friend is a naturopath. I totally love them. I know. They get five years of medical school training just like traditional Western medicine docs. The first two years is in anatomy, physiology. They get pharmacology. But instead of specializing in surgery and pharmacology, they specialize in nutrition and dietary changes and herbals and nutraceuticals and homeopathy. They and Then they can go on in the, their final year and take a specialty, whether it's, you know, OBGYN or um, homeopathy or acupuncture. So these five-year trained naturopaths in certain states of the country, like Connecticut, New Hampshire, um, you know, Oregon, et cetera, they do have insurance uh, coverage. It depends on the state, though. I think, I can't remember, I think it might be 14 states. But, and the acupuncturists are trying hard, too, to get insurance company reimbursement. Chiropractic, thankfully, has worked hard in the past 20, 25 years. So they're working. Their national associations are working and trying. And oh my gosh, I applaud these practitioners. Um, a lot of work to make changes. It's a lot of work. Um, but, but you know, we're so far ahead of where we were 20 years ago You know that, that there, there is hope. There is hope that someday they'll start working together. Certainly the, the holistic side is open. And I think more and more of the, the physicians, the traditional allopaths, are a little more open. Some they of, are. The, young the younger ones, are, ones, yeah. They are. They're going back and they're getting degrees now. I'm seeing it. They're getting degrees in functional medicine, it's called, or integrative medicine. They're, after their medical school training, they're actually going back to school for another year or two and getting functional medicine or integrative medicine degrees, and you'll see that on a shingle next to an MD, you know, your yeah. medical doctor. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pleased to see this. And some of them are even actually studying nutrition. And on that note, we're going to go to break. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Katina Macris, saying stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. Today we're talking with Katina Macris about Lyme disease, uh, how you know you have it, uh, what you can do about it. We've been talking about treatment. And we could talk for several more hours and still have just skimmed the surface. But, Katina, you have a brand new book that's coming out. I understand it went to press yesterday. Tell us about your new book, what, what it's about, and when we can get it. Oh, gosh. Thank you, Irene. Oh, man. This book is called Autoimmune Illness and Lyme Disease Recovery Guide, Mending the Body, Mind, and Spirit. And um, this book really is, it really represents my 30 years of experience um, working as an, you know, in holistic medicine and working with people with all kinds of chronic illnesses. And, um, it's really tailored, as we just said, through the lens of autoimmune illness and Lyme disease, because autoimmune illness, sad to say, United States, we have 50 million people suffering with autoimmune illnesses and we have 250 million around the world. And these diseases encompass a huge range. I mean, they go from lupus to uh, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, rheumatoid arthritis, chronic fatigue syndrome. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Crohn's disease. And um, my book really is, um, it's got several components to it, but we look at the overall situation of what is what is health, what is disease, why do we get sick, what are the factors that really play into why we get ill. We look at issues um, from hereditary factors to have you been exposed to toxins or, or molds and gotten, you know, when you get exposed to toxic mold, that needs to be treated. Um, we look at our whole food chain, what's going on really since World War II, how our food chain has become so different than what our grandparents ate um, between additives and preservatives and hydrogenated oils and 
and on sugars, and these cause inflammation inside our body, and chronic levels of inflammation set us up then for really being, you know, at a tipping point that all we need to do is get a, a mi- microbe inside or a virus or a parasite and a whole host of things can go awry. Heavy metals, we look at all of these things in this book. And so I kind of frame it, Irene. I, f- I frame like what's been going on for us in the past 50 years and how are we as human beings, we're very resilient creatures. I mean, I'm, I marvel at our body every single day. Oh, I cali- do Calibrating constantly, weather, light, smells, food, temperature changes. And I mean, it's a, a beautiful organism. We are, we're amazing. And, and our spirits and our minds, are they're brilliant. I mean, God gave us a mind. I, my father used to tell me this when I was a little girl. And then when I was so sick and struggling, he says to me, Katina, God gave you a mind. It's your greatest tool and you need to use it wisely. I don't care what the doctors have told you. I don't care how dire this situation is. You need to use your mind and you need to use it well. You need to see yourself well. I want you to see yourself happy and strong and vibrant and use those positive thoughts. They're going to change your brain chemistry and your brain chemistry is going to change your immune system. He was so ahead of his time, Irene. Wow, he was. And that's the thing that mystifies me when we think, when, when we somehow approach treatment of illness like we're just a body and we leave out the mind and the spirit it's so true and and that's why i wrote you know this this new book because i bring in the wonderful training i got at still point school my mentor meredith young sowers she and carolyn mace who many of you have heard of started the still point school a long time ago and we go into our seven energy chakras, our energy systems, and the bodily systems they connect to, digestive system, reproductive system, cardiovascular, immune, etc. We see the correlation, the ancient you know, acupuncture, the shamans, they all use these energy systems. I make it very practical for you so you can actually see how the, our emotions tie into our physiology And then we do these beautiful healing exercises so that I empower the reader to actually be able to attune within and we set willpower in motion and we set belief and we set intention and we we use our own inner healing skills to actually start to change from the inside. So besides bringing in all the beautiful nutritive work and the herbals and, you know, the other, you know, outside modalities that practitioners can help us with, in my new book, Autoimmune Illness and Lyme Disease Recovery Guide, we also learn how to activate our mind-body pathway. So it's a absolutely, um, you know, incredible book. I thank Skyhorse Publishing for... Um, helping me bring this information to the public because we need this paradigm shift. And I'll tell you what we need to do. We need, and I'm going to say this to the audience so they can start watching for it. We need to get you back on this show when this book is out. I think I'm scheduling for October right now. Um, We need to get you back on talking about these things because these are the things that lead to wellness. 
So very true. I'd love to come back on. Yes, uh, this new book will be available August 11th in the stores. Um, You can pre-order now on Amazon if you like. Um, But I'd love to come back in the autumn with you and talk about these things because you're right. This is how we we embody wellness. This is how we promote change and how we create, you know, a new life. How I went through, you know, bedridden to traveling the world and dancing at one o'clock in the morning. Yes, absolutely. You know, um, and had I known these things when I had chronic fatigue syndrome, I would have come through it a whole lot faster. And and, and I guess what I want the listeners to hear is that there is hope. Um, there Definitely. is absolute hope that you can be fully restored to wellness, but it takes more than just doing a little thing here or there with your body. There's more to you than just a body. You are such an amazing, amazing being, and all of those facets of you need to be healed. (laughs) Oh, so wisely said, Irene. That's so wisely said. I mean, we are. We are multiplex, and our spirit and our heart and our mind are so wise and so um, available to us and we just need to engage them and as you as you said we are a body but we are a spirit and we are a heart and we're a beautiful we're beautiful beings and and, and, and love they all, yeah they all work together <laughs> they all, all all work together and love is the universal healer and learning to love ourselves and to nurture ourselves is 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 you know it is a journey we're not taught that in our culture and and learning that self-care and that self-nurturance and that self-love is um, my message in Out of the Woods. And it shines again in my second book now, too. And um, and you are a beautiful reflection of it. And uh, thank you so much for having me on the show and sharing such such a beautiful time together. Oh, I always look forward to talking with you. And we're really getting right up to the end of the show. Do you have one last word you want to leave with the listeners today, Katina? Oh, gosh, Irene. Oh, man. Uh, There's so much to say. Well, I think what I would like to say is to trust your intuition, to listen to that voice inside of yourself. If you don't feel right about what's going on with your health or your practitioner, seek elsewhere. Listen within. Um, Your wise guide inside of yourself will help you align to finding the right resources and um, trust that inner healer inside of you. Um, It's there if you need stillness and you need to just be quiet and, you know, what attune, listen to that voice inside because there is a way out of your suffering and please believe, please believe in your future. It's waiting for you. You just need to, to grow and blossom and unfold. Fantastic words. Next week's guest is Mark Anthony. He's known as the Psychic Lawyer. He has a new book called Evidence of Eternity. I think you're not going to want to miss this. Katina, thank you so, so much for being with us today. I can't wait to talk to you again. Oh, thank you, Irene. It's been a true delight to be with you. I love your beautiful show, The Self-Improvement Show, and thank you for having me on, and I look forward to our next visit. Oh, we will definitely do that. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Katina Macra, saying thank you so much for being with us today, and come back again next week for more of The Self-Improvement Show. (laughs) 
Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for The Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.